0: With the holidays upon us, I wanted to put out some shows in smaller increments so that um, people have time in the car, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to listen to Virago 24-7 instead of the usual hour uh, shows that I've been putting out. So this is uh, part two of Unconditional Love. Part one was episode 40. So go back and listen to that so that you can see, um, how we started the conversation and, um, yeah, where we're coming from on that topic. So just expect a few small shows coming up in the following weeks. I hope you guys are doing amazing. I know I haven't been consistent the past few months, um, but I'm doing my best. And um, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with me and for supporting Virago 24-7. Hi, I am your host, Leonette Tally, and you are listening to Virago 24-7. Virago is Latin for female warrior, and 24-7 is for all day, every day. Virago 24-7 is a weekly podcast that brings diverse women together to talk about life and our experiences in this world. We share our views on self-love, mental health, marriage, children, friendships, and really anything that needs to be talked about. Here, you will find everyday growth, everyday healing, with everyday warriors. So episode 40, go back and listen to that, shiny And I discussed what unconditional love versus conditional love means to us. And we talked about some people, how they use that word, unconditional love, to control loved ones and to use it as uh, power over them. And Shiny shared a story about Sally and Joe and um, what that love with strings attached may look like between a parent and child relationship. Yes. So we are back to yeah. continue the conversation, and hi, Shiny. Hello. And we also welcome Jenna to the conversation. Hello, Jenna. Hello there. Jenna Walston, Shiny Epen. welcome back. Hello. <laughs> so Shiny brought this topic to the table, and that's why we did episode 40, Unconditional Love, part one, and we said that we we're going to continue the conversation until we can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> so Shiny... Has She brought books, lots of books.
1: Yes. And she has
0: lots to say on this topic.
1: Well, I think it's really important to me because um, we all use that word love so easily. I, I always feel like people are like, I love you, love you um, so easily. And um, I think love is a really big, heavy, meaningful word. Um, and then when you put unconditional in front of it, it's even more meaningful. Um, and uh, when people also say unconditional love, I think a lot of people think romantic. And when we spoke about, when we spoke about part one, I think you were surprised when I said, I wanted to speak about the parents and the child. Mm-hmm. Cause parents, a, a lot of times they think that they are unconditionally loving their children, but they're actually putting lots of conditions in in effect, which they may not realize are ex- are conditions, but their expectations. Yes. Um, for example, rewarding them for doing well at a soccer match and saying "I love you" only then, or cleaning the room and only saying "I love you" then, or um, taking care of their um, parents' needs um, and 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 not their own first. And just doing what the parent expects, or following what the parent wants more than what they actually want, mm-hmm. and what how how it really should be. Um, and I I want to read something really beautiful. Is um, we our jobs as parents, um, and this is my opinion, is that we we are to nurture our children, and encourage and love. Like freely, just as they are, and accept them as they are, and what and whatever they love, we we encourage and we um, we want that to flourish. Um, of course, we need boundaries because we want them to be respectful. We want them to be kind. We want them to excel, um, to do well, and be successful in life. We want the best for them. We want their best interests at heart, but. Um, we, we don't want things like you owe me. I did this for you. You owe me kind of conversations. Um, um, I, I work this hard for you. Um, I think that that kind of conversations that then it makes it feel as if, if we have to think this innocent person came into this world freely with no choice so then we put all that on them. Mm-hmm. And I think that they deserve their own life as well with their own choices. So that's why I feel very strongly about it. And I do believe, because culturally, I do believe we take care of our parents. We be respectful. Um, but I think that's individual basis. But I don't, I don't, I think I want to, take care of family members, friends, everyone on my own accord. Yeah. Um not as a, as an expectation. And I think that's I think that I like that better when it's my choice versus yeah. an expectation. And I think I think you get more from from someone, you know, especially your child, when it's it, when you come at
0: them that way as well. I agree with that. You know. And I can. Yeah. And I and I feel that from experience. Yeah. And with, I with with each side of my parents. My mom didn't never expect anything. So I give her I give willingly and like freely and happy to, to give to her because she doesn't expect it and she doesn't demand it and she doesn't ever throw in my face this is what I've done for you. I brought you into this world. I can take you out. Type mentality. Never, never. So it's very true what you're saying.
1: Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it's a true thing when when you when you feel appreciated, when you feel you you feel you feel loved, mm-hmm. you want to just keep giving yes. that love back. Yes. Um. And and the same goes with conditional love. When you feel those conditions. When you feel you've constantly have to please to get that love to earn it, um, that's
0: how I felt on the opposite side. You feel my that, dad's you side. You yeah. feel
1: that as well.
0: Yes. Oh, and you yeah. may not
1: feel it at first because that's all you knew. Yep. But you will feel it later, and
0: it doesn't feel good. Mm-mm. So that causes I, a lot of anxiety, um, and even being around that parent that expects like it causes so much anxiety because you watch what you say, you watch how you act. You watch everything and you don't feel you feel like I used to feel super tense all the time. Um, And it's sad to say, because like I've said before, he's not here to to defend himself or for us to have this conversation. But that's how I felt. Very anxious because you you, and then and then you still do something wrong. You know, you still say something wrong. And I'm like, but I've been watching everything that I said and did. And and I still wasn't right. It affects yourself. Oh yeah, it does. And I think parent
2: pleasers end up becoming people pleasers. Oh, no, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Yes. Self worth is really notable and should really be talked about more. So
1: that's why I, I encourage um, self awareness mm-hmm. to us parents, my fellow friends, and um, you know everyone who's listening, who's a parent that um, that we just think about it. You mm-hmm. know how we parent. Cause I'm thinking about it every day. Just be intentional and mindful. Um, Cause it's not
2: easy. Cause
1: no. as our kids are growing up, so are we. Yes,
2: <laughs> it's like we're growing with them. I'm learning with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Yes. I'm gathering tools for myself so I can share and hopefully give
1: them. Yes. And and and, and what I've also learned is um, I have a you know a preteen and he's now really you know the younger one when they're younger they listen to every single thing we say you know mostly they think we're brilliant um and then they turn into teens and they're like oh they're not so brilliant no we know <laughs> nothing mm-hmm. no. yeah
0: it turns the other way yeah so, in my case it's like i gave the idea but she thought that it's her idea and it's like well no that was me that was my decision it's like they have to own it even though mm-hmm. it came from you mm-hmm. no it didn't come from you mom oh okay Whatever you say. I, I don't have to win that battle. So. Well, they want yeah. they
1: want their own autonomy. Which yeah. we want for them,
0: right? We of want course.
1: self-driven children. We want we want that. But can for I them. get some acknowledgement up in
0: here? <laughs> Just kidding. Are you it's still being ranked me. a 5 yes. or was it a 7?
2: <laughs> God.
0: I hey, I haven't gotten ranked in a while. I think I think Philip made her feel bad. And so she doesn't rank me anymore. (laughs) Unless it's a 10. So so in a different episode when I was with Jenna talking, um, I don't remember what episode it was, but I was sharing a story how Corinne ranks me as a mother. And she ranked me a 6. And I was very, very offended by that number. And she said, it's above average. I'm like, "Uh, hell no, it's not. I mean, no. I need to be like an 8. I know I'm not a 10. But gosh, give me like something, like 8 nine and a half so oh my God. so anyways so philip made her feel bad and she's apologized so much i'm like it's
2: okay but she's circle, like, i thought it was good i thought it was good but circle that with the kids needing to be acknowledged like yeah. you want to be acknowledged sure. you want to be you know have praise given to you that's what the kids are seeking too. yes you yes, know exactly and that's why we're having this conversation yes. Absolutely.
0: Yes.
1: yes um so um and now that we have um we have our friend jenna here too um you know, part of this um, conversation with unconditional and conditional love is also about romantic love. So mm-hmm. I'm excited that we're going to talk about that, too, because um, that's really important as well. Because yes. as these kids grow up and we're all grown up, we should know what um, conditional versus unconditional love really is. Yes. Because there's a huge difference romantically as well. Um would you like to read the, the
0: fun list yes. I give you? <laughs> so fake love, which is also known as conditional love. So these are some examples. I will love you only if you make me feel good. I will love you only if you maintain your attractive looks. I will love you only if you're successful and popular. I will love you only if you do what I say. I will love you only if you believe what I believe. I will love you only if you keep supporting my bad habits I will love you only if you're great in bed. I will love you only if I have control over you. I will love you only if I approve of your life decisions. I will love you only if you behave properly. And I will love you if you love me. And I shared that with Miss Jenna.
2: And well, I just read it, what, 15 minutes ago. And you had some reactions from that. It was describing my marriage to a T mm-hmm. or my, um, relationship. Yeah. My relationship was very conditional and it was a shocker to read it. Cause at first I wasn't expecting it to be that heavy and hit that hard, but it's dead on accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, it was always how am I going to stay in shape or what am I going to do to get ready for vacation? I'm going to go out looking like that. Or it was all conditional. And As we know, I'm an opinionated person. Yes, you are. I like to share how I feel. And anytime I disagreed, it would turn into just a horrific argument instead of an emotionally regulated conversation (laughs) to agree to disagree. Yeah. You know? Um, So it hit hard. (laughs) I wasn't prepared for that coming up today. Yeah. But it's the truth. Mm -hmm. um, And I'm sure, you know.
0: Is this something that now, you're in the process of getting divorced. You can read this and see, wow, that was, that's my marriage. Did you, could you have, are these things that happened in the beginning before you were married, when you were dating, and you just ignored the signs? Or how does that work? How do you end up in a
2: marriage that is conditional? He never changed. He was the same person I met. Okay. But when you're dating, it doesn't really matter because, gosh, I would skate out first thing in the morning and he wouldn't see me for three days to a week at a time because I was very busy. Mm -hmm. So, um, the control wasn't there. It intensifies when you move in together and intensifies when you have children together and intensifies when you have marriage and when you're doing life, Mm -hmm. everyday life. Mm -hmm. But I would, um, I guess they say, put blinders on, choose my battles I was always, um, people used to nickname me a positive painting with Patty because, you know, somebody would tell an awful story and in comes Jenna like, but on the bright side <laughs> of things, um, yeah. and that's attractive to people like that, yeah. you know, the energy, the vibrancy, the turning a blind eye, not holding you accountable. So it was a great match for us, I guess, or for him. Yeah. Um, I was easy to be controlled you know, and if he was making up with me, we would go on a shopping spree and he'd pick out all my clothes and it wasn't a treat. It was a form of control packaged in a very nice package with a beautiful bow on top and maybe a gift card hanging off the side, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was control packaged pretty. So I'm just starting to accept it all. But looking back, I knew it when I moved in with him, I wasn't allowed to bring any of my things and I had my own home. Um, and what things I did bring one day I came home and he had donated it all to the goodwill because he was tired of seeing my boxes in the garage, you know, didn't take into concern what was in there or what could be important to me. And, you know, but here I am, I have a baby, I'm not married, you know, living with someone who also has a child with someone else and trying to do custody. It was just a clusterfuck at the time. So you just kind of go, okay. And he even said, well, I can tell you what goodwill I took it to if you want to go buy it back you know it was just uh, oh gosh so I had warning signs from the very beginning
0: to to hear more amazing female warrior stories hit that subscribe button and give us a five star rating we would truly appreciate the love now back to our show continue this conversation next week we had so much more to talk about so please come back and listen to part three of unconditional love i will leave you all with this quote at the root of every trigger lies an expectation that's entirely ours to own and not our children's to bear